This is the Wednesday, February 23rd edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We got you covered with a variety of action, a little hockey to go along with some college hoops, and look ahead to tomorrow's NBA slate. And we'll get you in and out in less than 10 minutes, like we always do. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian alongside Aaron Dolan this morning. How are you, Aaron? Yes, I'm good. Another day closer afternoon to getting NBA are. back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess, I guess well, it's afternoon well, where you yeah. are. Yeah. But we'll, we'll start on the college gridiron because there's an intriguing game given Duke lost at home at Cameron Indoor the last time they faced Virginia. Now they're on the road, a relatively short favorite. Now, Virginia's still on the bubble and all that fun stuff, but we're looking at uh, Duke was four and a half on the overnight line. We're at five for the most part. Do you have any play here? Yeah, so I've been kind of tracking this line. The one thing I noticed about the total, um, the lowest total for Duke this entire season was 128 and a half, and that was against Virginia in that previous meeting. Now we see it posted at 130. And then I looked, should we take the dog in this matchup? And then I realized the Cavs, they're coming off that win over Miami, and there's three 9-1 and ATS in our last 13 games following a straight-up win. So I've been a little bit nervous for those reasons. So I'm actually going to look at Duke team total over 67 and a half. They average 80 points per game, and I understand the Cavs. I mean, they lead the ACC and rank 11th in the country in scoring defense. But over the last six games, they've gone 5-1, and one, allowed 61 1.2 points per contest, but you also have to look at their competition. This is the only this is the only third game against a ranked opponent for Virginia this season, so I think that could potentially hurt them in this one. And as we know, the Blue Devils, I mean, they're looking for revenge in this one after they were absolutely embarrassed on their home court. And considering they hit over this number in that first matchup, I do think they'll go over 67 and a half tonight. Yeah, I think it's a good spot to back the Blue Devils. I wouldn't lay more than five. Four and a half is ideal. I mean, look, they had 15 turnovers in the last meeting. They averaged less than 10 the rest of the regular season. So that was a high thing. Now, Virginia's mm-hmm. it's not the same team we've seen Virginia teams pass, which is why you like the team total over for Duke. I think they get them. I'm going to split it up half and half, first half and game line, just because I think Blue Devils respond. But, you know, they get everyone's best shot. Elsewhere in the ACC, my favorite play of the day is Wake minus two and a half. It's up to three now at Clemson. Look, the Tigers are done. They've lost six straight. There's just not a lot of... Uh, I don't know, effort and want to and skill there. So I'm going to have to lay it, and if I lose, I lose. But you can't be afraid to uh, lose a bet when you make these. Obviously, at some point, Clemson, you would think, might show a backbone. I just don't think it happens tonight. So I like mm-hmm. Wake minus the two and a half. Anything else? Or three, excuse me. Anything else jump out to you? I'm looking at Rutgers at Michigan. I'm going over 135 and a half. Now, as we know, Michigan's underachieved this season. And the big storyline is uh, Phil Martelli is going to be stepping in mm-hmm. as a uh, head coach for now. And two of their players are also suspended. Um, I like the over in this one, just given that I was a little nervous to play this spread because one, they do have two players out and the Scarlet Knights, I mean, they've been good. They've won five of the last seven, including four straight wins against ranked foes. And then also for the Knights are five on one ATS in the last six games overall. So I'm looking at the total, the over is four no in Rutgers last four road games versus a team with a winning record and the overs five and one the Wolverines last six following in against the spread loss. And as we know, they lost to Wisconsin and then there was unfortunately a brawl, uh, but the Wolverines made just four of 25 from three point lines. So I think that eventually we're going to see some positive regression because they just haven't been great from beyond the arc, 19.4% shooting in the past three games. So I think they might be able to put up some points in this game and on the season, they're averaging 72.2 points. Okay, so a lot of numbers there, but I, I'm backing I'm backing the Wolverines in the first half. I think they respond. Martelli knows what he's doing, so uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be too worried. I think it's a good spot, just you know, situationally. I like that. I talk about it all the time. That's what I like. The team that can you know respond, you think is going to have a little bit of an edge. I like them there. Now I've talked about I've been on like every West Virginia game over the last three months. I'm going to get involved here again. 
I like Iowa State minus the five at home. This is very similar. I think the the, the how the game's going to unfold. Very, I've, I've had best bets on both of these when they play TCU, when they play Kansas State. Iowa State's a very similar team at home. I think they pull away down the stretch. West Virginia is just brutal on the road. I believe they only have one road win, or maybe none, but only one cover on the road. They've been a really shaky team on the road, and uh, I, I think they uh, I, I lay the five with Iowa State in this one. I, I like the game. I like more is in the SEC. I think Auburn off a loss to Florida hammers Ole Miss. They gave Ole Miss a lead and then blew them out uh, the last time they played, but they're coming off the loss at Florida. I think the Tigers get right. They are an absolute wagon at times, especially at home. Twelve one and one ATS. So I would unload on them. Uh, that's one of my favorite plays. That may be my best bet, but I think it's going to be Wake minus three. Love it. All right. And you have hockey shoots. for us. I have an NBA play. Do you have hockey for us? Yes. I didn't know we were getting into NBA plays. You also would have came up with that. Well, the line's already moved two in. points. So I'm trying to beat the market <laughs> even more. I think it's going to go higher. So I was going to give it away you to the people. To, you need to get it out. Get it out there. Um, yeah. So I've been looking into hockey, obviously, because NBA all-star break and things like that. I know we still got college hoops and some other things going on, but what's been working for me is 60 minutes betting. If you find that in Caesars under goals and tonight I'm looking at the Oilers game, uh, against Tampa Bay. Now what's interesting about this is yes, Tampa Bay lightning, their favorite to win this, which isn't surprising, but they actually haven't played in quite some time. It's their first home game in over three weeks, plus their first game in more than a week. So they could potentially be rusty here and it might be a spot that the Oilers could actually win. I'm not making a full blown prediction because this will be one of my best bets for a daily wager. So I'm kind of teasing it here, but mm-hmm. the Oilers have been much better since they've gotten their new head coach. I mean, they've won five straight before they did lose to Minnesota, but their scoring's up 4.17, 4.17 goals per game. And even more importantly, they're holding teams to 2.5 goals, but we know Tampa lightning. I mean, they can score like crazy. So I do like them either way. It's going to go over four and a half goals in this game, but I'm still deciding if I want to take an upset with Edmonton. Okay. Okay. That's a tease, a professional tease. tease. There. <laughs> My NBA play this line opened four and a half. It's now six and a half. I don't think I'm moving the market. I, although I have, Heavily, heavy, heavily invested. The Celtics are at the the Nets. Last time we saw these teams play, it was twenty eight to two start with Boston having the lead, mm-hmm. and then they end up winning by like twenty five or so. I don't think it's going to be much difference. I don't think the game will start twenty eight two, but the line was baking in that Durant was playing, and he's not. So you have no Durant, no Kyrie, no Simmons, and the Celtics are playing good ball. They're at playing four and a half at Brooklyn. It's now been bet up to five and a half. Now it's at six and a half or six. So I would get involved. I think you can set up a middle. I think this is going to – remember last time it closed, like nine, nine and a half. I think that's what we're going to see as well in this game because Boston out of the break is going to be at full strength. And uh, they might take them lightly to start, but I don't think it's going to be an issue. Uh, I I would lay it and at least get a good number and can always play out of it, whether even pre-flop or even during the game live. Love it. I can't wait for NBA to come back. I I know. This extended break. (laughs) All right. What's that? I'm sorry? I did not like the extended break. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's, it's funny. It feels It's not even close to the halfway point. It's like 25 games left. So uh, good tease on your part. We'll get the full analysis of that play coming up tonight. Six Eastern ESPN2. We'll have full college. we got some NBA as well and some uh, futures, that is, and then got some NFL as well. So a lot to get through tonight. We'll see you on the, on the linear version of television, ESPN2, 6 p.m. Eastern. 